This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. The Chinese word Tao means the way, which is how Jesus referred to himself, saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It is what the Gospel of John calls the Logos, or the Word, when he writes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. According to the book of Acts, the earliest Christians called their spiritual path simply the way. This podcast is about this ancient and primordial way. This is part three of my 2013 book, The Tao of Christ, a Christian version of the Tao Te Ching. Chapter 47 Without leaving my house, I know the whole world. Without looking out my window, I know heaven. The more you travel, the less you experience. Christ never left his homeland, yet he understood all things. He did not have to visit distant places to understand the universe. He was a simple laborer and accomplish the greatest work of all. Chapter 48 In the intellectual life, one increases in knowledge. In the spiritual life, one unlearns what one knows. One becomes less and less, until there is nothing. When there is nothing left, and nothing left to do, then nothing is left undone. True power is letting go of power. Get out of the way and let God rule. Chapter 49 Christ has no mind of his own, for he has the mind of God. He knows what is in people. He is good to those who are good, and good to those who are not good. This is divine goodness. He is faithful to those who are faithful, and faithful to those who are unfaithful. This is divine faithfulness. Christ is in the world, but is not of the world. Christ loves the world and treats all people as his children. Chapter 50 Everyone is born, and everyone dies, but not everyone lives. Of ten who are born, three are preoccupied with living, three are preoccupied with dying, and three are preoccupied with other things. Only one in ten truly lives. Those who have eternal life are not afraid of wild animals, invading armies, or criminals. They cannot be harmed by mortal enemies, because their life is not mortal. There is no fear of death in them. Chapter 51 God gives life to all creatures. God feeds them, nurtures them, and brings them to maturity. Therefore every part of creation 
is an expression of God and glorifies God. No one has to tell nature to honor God. It is the nature of the creation to glorify the Creator. God gives all things life, but does not claim to own them. The Spirit forms all things, but does not seek to control them. This is the way of God. Chapter 52 In the beginning was God. Only when we know God will we understand ourselves. To know yourself, shut your mouth, stop your thoughts, and open your soul. Then you will be free. The one who opens his mouth and follows his thoughts and acts upon them will never be free. To recognize nothingness is salvation. To be compassionate is strength. The one who walks in light returns to the light, and his soul does not see death. This is called living in eternity. Chapter 53 If your understanding of God is as small as a mustard seed, you can still follow God. Believing you understand God well is the real obstacle to the godly life. The way of God is very clear, but people prefer spiritual byways. When rulers live extravagantly, the poor do not earn enough to live on. When celebrities wear expensive clothing, then poverty is rampant. This is against the way of God. Chapter 54 If you are grounded in God, you will never be uprooted. If God has a hold of you, you will never drift away. If you pass this on to your children, you will be praised for generations. He who walks with God is known by his actions. His family walks with God and prospers in all they do. His community walks with God and endures for centuries. His nation walks with God and prospers in all ways. The world walks with God and lives in perfect peace. It all starts with one person. How do I know this is true? Ask God. Chapter 55 One who is born of God is like a newborn child. An infant is protected by his parents. His bones are soft and his muscles weak, but his grip is strong. He knows nothing of sex, but his penis is erect. He can cry all day without becoming hoarse. He is perfectly himself. To become like a little child is to be born of God. To be born of God is salvation. There is no need to extend one's life or retain the appearance of youthfulness. The godly person accepts that the body ages. It reaches its prime and then declines. To pretend to be what you are not is ungodly. Those who live like that 
will be disappointed. Chapter 56 Those who know do not speak. Those who speak do not know. The wise man closes his mouth, his eyes, his ears, his senses, sharpness softens, knots untangle, lights dim, he becomes as dust his true identity. He is not influenced by promises or threats. Profit or loss is the same to him. Honor and disgrace mean nothing to him. Therefore he is honored by all. Chapter 57 Lead with righteousness. Use power with great care. People's hearts are not won by force. How do I know this? This is the way of God. The more rules you have, the more people will break them. The more wealth you have, the more covetous people will be. The more threats you make, the more insecure people will feel. A wise leader will lead by example. She will lead quietly, and people will be quiet. She will live frugally, and people will be content. She will live a godly life, and people will be godly. Chapter 58 When government is small, everything runs smoothly. When government is intrusive, the people push back. Unhappiness cannot exist without happiness. Happiness would not be known without unhappiness. The cycle never ceases and is without limits. Normal breeds abnormal. Good gives birth to bad. This dance of opposites is the fabric of everyday life. Christ acts, but does not coerce. He is bold, but does not attack. He is righteous, but does not judge. He is light, but does not blind. Chapter 59 Whether in politics or religion, nothing is better than moderation. Teach moderation at an early age. Those who know God early in life will not depart from God later in life. Nothing is impossible for a young person who follows God. If one believes that nothing is impossible, then one will attempt impossible things. One can even cause a country to change. The one who is moderate in all things will persevere and endure all things. She is like a tree with deep roots and a strong trunk. Storms cannot move one rooted in God. Chapter 60 Governing a large nation is like frying a small fish. Too much poking ruins it. By simply obeying God, one can rule a vast nation. Evil will not be able to scare people. 
Religion will not be able to coerce people. Leaders will not be able to deceive people. When there is no fear, righteousness reigns. Chapter 61 A great country is like a good marriage. Humility is what makes it work. In a marriage, the wife has more control than the husband knows. Though her power is more subtle and appears often as submission. In the same way, a great nation relates to smaller states with humility. A small nation relates to a large nation with respect and honor. By mutual submission, both nations prosper. Some nations stoop to conquer, others conquer by stooping. The highest mission of a large nation is to aid smaller nations and feed the poor. The highest mission of a small nation is to bring stability to the land and serve people. Both the large nation and the small nation can help each other fulfill their mission, but to do this takes humility. Chapter 62 God is our refuge and strength, the godly man's treasure, the last hope of the ungodly. One can sell merchandise with cleverly worded advertisements, but reaching people with the gospel takes kindness and love. Never write off a criminal as hopeless. To redeem such a person is the purpose of society. It is a higher calling to sit with a person and explain the way of God than to be the king of a vast domain. If you seek God, you will find God. By the grace of God, one who sins is redeemed. That is the reason God is revered. Chapter 63 Act without acting. Work without working. Taste the tasteless. Enlarge the small. Multiply the few. Respond to hatred with love. Resolve a difficult problem while it is still easy. Manage a great project while it is still small. All big problems begin as small problems. All great accomplishments begin as small acts. The godly person avoids the big and thereby achieves greatness. Rash promises lack faith. Things that appear easy may be full of difficulties. Therefore, the godly person approaches everything as difficult and thereby has no difficulties. Chapter 64 Animals that are motionless are easy to catch. Something that has not happened is easy to prevent. The fragile is easily broken. Small amounts are easily scattered. Prevent problems before they arise. Organize matters before they are complex. 
The biggest tree began as a sapling. A huge building is made of small bricks. A journey of 3,000 miles begins with a single step. If you try too hard, you will fail. If you hold something too tight, you will drop it. The godly person lets things unfold at their own pace. He holds things lightly and does not lose them. He is not concerned with success and therefore succeeds. He considers nothing to be his own and therefore has nothing to lose. The wise man desires to be free from desire. He learns in order to unlearn. He values what others ignore. By playing his role in the divine plan, he helps all people fulfill their destiny. Chapter 65 Christ did not educate people. He undid the knowledge of the learned and taught them to approach God in simplicity and honesty. People with the most academic degrees are the most difficult to teach because they already know the answers. When you know you don't know, only then can you learn. When smart people rule a country, government gets very complicated. When godly leaders rule, things are done simply and easily. The one who understands this governs well. The best ruler is ordinary and honest, the opposite of the world's way, but it is the way of heaven. Chapter 66 Rivers and streams carve the land. Oceans and seas dominate the earth. They do this by seeking the low places. If you want to lead people, you must occupy the low places. If you want to help people, you must not take the credit. Christ is exalted above all, yet no one feels put down. Christ is Lord and King, yet his followers do not feel oppressed. The world rejoices to exalt him and never tires to sing his praise. Because he does not lord it over anyone, no one can complain that he is overbearing. Chapter 67 People say God is great, and yet God is invisible. God seems not to exist, which is why God is great. If a man wants to be great, he must be inconspicuous. God has three qualities. The first is love, the second is grace, the third is humility. A man who loves must be brave, a man who is gracious must be generous, a man who is humble must be a servant. If a man is brave without love, generous without grace, and serves without humility, then he is not godly. When a man embodies love, then nothing can defeat him. The hosts of heaven come to his aid just to be a part of love in action. Chapter 68 The best soldiers are not belligerent. The best fighters are not angry. 
The best generals are not vengeful. The best leaders are obedient. This is called non-resistance. The way to bring out the best in others is not to be in competition with them. Do not react to circumstances or people. Simply act in accordance with God's will. Walking in step with God is the highest virtue. Chapter 69 There is a saying in war, On the battlefield act as the guest, not the host. When in doubt it is better to retreat a foot than advance an inch. This is called winning without attacking, charging without advancing, capturing without seizing. The worst thing you can do is underestimate an enemy. By underestimating an enemy, you lose your treasure. When two equally matched armies meet, the one that knows its own weaknesses wins. Chapter 70 The gospel is simple, easy to understand, and easy to do. Yet no one understands it, and no one does it. The problem is words. Words express ideas, and ideas are put into action. But the gospel is not an idea. That is why it is not understood. Very few understand Christ. Fewer still practice his teachings. Those who understand wear jeans and not clerical robes. Chapter 71 Not knowing the unknowable is wisdom. Not knowing the knowable is ignorance. Yearning for knowledge and embracing the unknowable is wholeness. The wise man practices both knowing and unknowing. Chapter 72 When people do not know enough to be afraid, fearsome things happen. When people do not restrain themselves, their lives become burdensome. When people entertain themselves, they become bored. The wise person admits ignorance and is thereby protected from harm. She enjoys herself, but is not self-absorbed. Her head is not turned by flattery and therefore sees herself clearly. Chapter 73 Courage untempered leads to death. Courage with caution leads to life. These two qualities, courage and caution, can be either good or bad. It takes wisdom to know when and how to be courageous. God does not argue, yet always wins. God does not use words, yet always communicates. God does not coerce, Yet people come to God. God's nets are vast, and their mesh wide, but they lose nothing. 
Chapter 74 If you do not fear death, no one can intimidate you. If you are not afraid of dying, you will not fear living. There will always be people willing to kill for justice, God, or country. But few know the cost of killing. Killing means dying a bit oneself. Weapons always kill the killer. Chapter 75 When taxes rise, hunger increases. When government expands, discontent grows. When people are absorbed in their own lives, they take the death of others lightly. Only those who live lightly live ethically. Chapter 76 Living bodies are soft and supple. Corpses are hard and stiff. This is true of all things. Living vegetation is tender and flexible. Dead plants are dry and brittle. Those who are spiritually hard and stiff belong to death. Those who are spiritually soft and flexible belong to life. The inflexible wither, the pliable thrive. Chapter 77 God works in the world like a bow. Those in high places are brought low. Those in low places are lifted up. The rich are sent away empty, and the hungry are filled with good things. That is the way of God. God takes from those who have much and gives to those who have not. The way of humans is not like that. People take from those who have nothing and give to those who have everything. Where is the wealthy person who serves the poor with his abundance? The godly person gives but expects nothing in return, acts but takes no credit for his actions, does great deeds but is not attached to them. Where is such a godly person? Chapter 78 Nothing is gentler than water, yet nothing is more effective at wearing away hard rock. Nothing is greater than God in overcoming hard times. Weakness conquers strength. The flexible overcomes the rigid. Everyone knows this, but no one practices this. Therefore Christ says, Whoever wants to be great must be a servant of all, and whoever wants to be first must be last of all. True sayings are always paradoxical. Chapter 79 When great evil occurs, great pain arises. How can good come out of evil? Therefore Christ pays the debt and does not make others pay. He does what is right and does not insist on his rights. He is gracious to all and the wise accept his grace. Chapter 80 The best governed countries have the smallest governments. People are not afraid of death nor do they feel the need to be constantly busy. 
There are trucks and cars, but they are seldom used. There is an army and weapons, but they are not often needed. The people enjoy simple things. They eat local foods, make their own clothing, build their own homes, and enjoy local celebrations. They hear of other lands and places. They see documentaries and travel logs, but they are content to live their lives in their hometown without ever traveling. Chapter 81 True words are not often pleasant. Pleasant words are not often true. Wise people do not argue. Those who argue are not wise. Educated people are not usually wise. Wise people are not usually educated. Wise ones are seldom wealthy, but because they are good workers, they always have what they need. They give freely to others, yet always have enough. God is love and never harms. Love is Christ and ever reigns. You have been listening to the Tao of Christ, a Christian version of the Tao Te Ching. If you would like to read the book, you can order it from Amazon.com. Just do a search for the Tao of Christ or my name, Marshall Davis. You can find all episodes of my podcast on the TheDaoOfChrist.com. You can find my blog, Spiritual Reflections, at MarshallDavis.us. In the next episode of this Tao of Christ podcast, I will be reading from my book Experiencing God Directly, The Way of Christian Non-Duality. I hope you will join me.